Okay, so the Mishnah on Lamed Aleph and Mabez had said that the Kusan themselves, the Kusan men, are Matama Mishkov, Tachta, and Ke'alyan. So we wanted to know what that means. The Gemara is going to discuss it now. My Mishkov, Tachta, and Ke'alyan. What does that mean? That the Mishkov, Tachta, of a Kusi is like the Elyan. So, let's say you have 10 mattresses and the Kusi man is sitting on top of them. He's Matama all the, all the mattresses underneath him. Then where it says Pshita, that is that we know already that it's going to be Tamei, because he is sitting on them and that's a different kind of Toma, that's a different kind of impurity called Daras, and that we already know from a different Pasuk. So, it can't be that we're coming to teach us that this Kusi, if he sits on top of these mattresses, is going to make them Tamei. So the Gemara says, That means the Tachtan of a Bail Nida. That means a, a man who cohabited with a Nida, his Tuma, if he sits on something, let's say he sits on a, on a couch, so that couch is going to be Tame, that will be the same level of, of Tuma as the Alyenoi of a Zav, which is, let's say a Zav is wearing a shirt or something like that, that Tuma status is going to be the same as if a Bail Nida is sitting on something. What's that? What, what, what's that status? A Zav that's wearing a shirt, let's say, that shirt can go ahead and be matama food and drink. After this Bayonida that was sitting on a couch, let's say, in his Toma also, this couch now can only be matama food and drink, but not Adam and Kalim, which is a Toma Chamura. Um, so now the Gemara asks as follows, How do we know the Toma of the shirt of a Zav, or something that's on top of the Zav? The Chsev, it says in the Pasuk, Anything that will touch, Anything that will touch the thing that is under him, Yitma, will become Tame. So my Tachtav, who's under what? The question is now, is the, is the uh, this Pasuk is referring to a Zav, right? Yeah, so how do we know, is the Zav un- under this object, or is he on top of it? Meaning, is he, is he sitting on something and does he make that thing tame, or is it his shirt that's upon him? We're talking about the thing that the Zav is sitting on, let's say a couch. That we already know, the Gemara says. Someone that touches something that he's sitting on, nafka. So we already know that halacha, that the thing he'll be sitting on will be tame. What does it mean, the thing that's under him? It's the Elyon of a Zav, meaning the shirt of a Zav the thing that he's carrying, or it could be something else that's just above him, rather, uh, rather that he's uh, sitting on. So we learn from here, the Torah takes it away from stringent impurity, and the Torah rather says that this Zav is going to, his Tomo will be uh, not as stringent. That his Tomo now, this Tomo that he sat on, will only go ahead and be or sorry, the shirt that's upon him will only be matama, food and drink, but not a person or any other objects. So the Gemara says like this: Amar Kasav, who said that the pasuk told us to go? Excuse me. Who said the Torah told us to go all the way lakula and say that it's not going to be? It's only it'll only be matama echlomashkim. Amar nitkua kasav mitimachamur. The Torah took it away from the stringent tama, the loyal matama adam litama b'gadam bet. This this shirt of his cannot go ahead now and be matama a person, and that will go ahead then and spread toma onto a beggar. And it's like a, it's like two steps removed. Alba adam latama, but this shirt that's upon him, let's say, that can go ahead and be and send toma to either a person or to a garment. 
So maybe that will still apply. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Yitma. And the word Yitma sounds like Tumakala Mashma. Because I think the idea is that whenever it's a Tumakamura, it says Tame Ad Ha'arv. And here it only says Yitma. Or it changes the word of, instead of Tame Ad Ha'arv, it's Yitma. So that shows us that it's a, that shows us that it's a Tumakala. It's not as strong. Now the Gemara is going to ask, that was all the Tuma of Elian of Azav. That means the shirt that Azav is wearing. But now we're going to discuss the thing that a Bayonida is sitting upon. Minalan, how do we know that? Where does it say that in the Torah? The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, that his Nida, the Nida that he was together with, meaning this man that cohabited with a woman who was a Nida, so he gets her Nidas, meaning her status, comes onto the man now. Okay? So what does that mean exactly? I would think that it goes together with her counting, meaning that if, let's say, she has, uh, here Rashi says as follows, let's say, it was on Friday, uh, sorry, on her sixth day, he should go to the mikvah on the following day, just like she would go on the following day, he would do it too. The Torah teaches that he does not do that. Yitma Zayin Yamim. He has to stay Tame now for seven days, and then he can go to the mikvah only then. Tuhini So what does it mean when the Torah says that her nidas should be upon him? If we see that clearly, it's not. I would think that his Tama of this Bayal Nida cannot be Metama, a person, or any other object. So the Torah tells us, Tuhini that her nidas is on him, mahi metama adam klicharas, just like her, just like this woman who's a nida can be can can be metama a person or any other objects. Afu metama adam klicharas. The boil nida also is going to be metama a person can be metama people and klicharas. So then, where I asks on that, imahi oisa mishka v'mayshav letama adam letama begadam, just like this nida, if she sits on something, if she lies on something or sits on something, that couch or that chair can go ahead and send the Toma to a person, and that person can then go ahead and send Toma even further to, an, to a garment. So Afhu, this Bail Nida, Isa Mishka his sitting and his lying on something, should be able to, Latama Adam, to send the Toma to a person that he touches, Latama Bagadam, and that person will then go ahead and send it to a garment. I would think that it should be like that. Tamalemar, Bachala Mishka, Ashishka, Valav, Yitma, so that these words are extra. Any lying asher yishkav alav that the bayal nida is going to sit upon yitma should become tamish. In tamalaymer the pasuk did not have to say that. V'chol hamishkav asher yishkav alav yitma uma tamalaymer. So why did the Torah stick that in? V'chol hamishkav asher. Why did the Torah say that? Nitku akasa mitemachamura. The Torah takes this toma away from stringent toma veivila de tomakala and says that it's not going to be as stringent in the in this in this regard to toma. Not like the nida that this person can go ahead and be matama, adam and kalem, rather only oichlan amashkin food and drink. Okay. Okay. So the gemara continues now, and the gemara asks parach ravachai. Ravachai asks, ema nitka kasev Maybe the Torah told us that this bayal nida is not going to be as uh, as stringent um, the Torah took this Bayonida away from the Tumachamura, from the stringent Tumavilu de Tumakalam, the Lila Tama Adam Lutumi Bagadam. 
Maybe that's only that he shouldn't be able to send the tumah to a person who will then send it to a garment. Maybe the mishkav of this bayonida can go ahead and send it to either a man or a beget. That itself should accept the tumah. The same answer that we had before, that the wording of yitma and not tame, it sounds like a tomakala, not as stringent. So now the Gemara asks, Maybe we should learn the psukkim like this. The first verse had said, The toma of the nida should be upon the boil nida. Klal, that's a general rule, that all the toma should be upon him. But then when it says afterwards, that any lying that she has, any mishkav, anything that she lied on, will have toma. That's a very specific kind of toma. That's not a general toma. That's specifically to mishkav. Klal, uprat. So what we have over here, we have a generalization, uprat, and something that we specified. In bachal elamash uprat. And you can only have in the generalization whatever is going to be in the thing we specified, which is mishkav umayshav in midiachren alay. Only something that... The woman lied on or sat on. That's going to be make. That's going to be uh, tame, but not anything else. So it would not. We would not send it to Adam to Matama um, begadim. So Amar Abaya Yitma Zayin Yama What happens is in the middle of this pasuk, there's these words of Yitma Zayin Yamim that he should be tame for seven days. So that splits up the first part and the second part to to not be able to make it a klal prat to to darshan like this. It splits them apart and sends them far apart from each other. And any um, generalization and something that you specify afterwards that's far away from each other in the Pasuk, you cannot learn anything from there. Okay, so that's the answer. Rav Amar, this is another answer. Really, we do say even when it's far apart. Even when it's Maruchak, we do Darish and Aklal Prat. But over here, there's something else. Over here, it's Vachal is Ribohu. So that's why. We darshan everything and not just the specific mishkav umayshav. Okay. The Gemara asks now, Maskev Rabbi Yaakov, Ema Kehi. Maybe this Bailnida should be just like her. Mahi like chalakta ba bein magala mishkava. Just like there's no difference when she touches something or whether she sits on something or lies on something. Latama adam, which will then go ahead and send the tama to a person, ulatama bagadam. And we'll also send it even further to garments, lachamra, which will go all the way. That's the most stringent you can get. Afhu, this bayal nida, lay techalak bay beimagal mishkabai. There shouldn't be a difference if he touches or sits. Litama adam, ulitama bagadam, which is send it that far, the same as the nida herself. So the Gemara says, ulitama bagadam lukula, amirava, a love latina mashma. Rather, a love sounds like you have to go lachamra and not, and over here we're not going lukula. Okay, so that's the Gemara. Now we're going to move on over here. And this is a quote from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, the kusim are bailenidas, and that's why they are going to, always going to be tummy. So the Gemara asks that, an obvious question. Are every single kusi man considered to be cohabit, that he had cohabited with a, a nida? No, we're not talking about the ones that never cohabited with any nida. We're talking about the married ones, and we assume all their wives are going to be nidas. Okay, that's that Gemara. Next Gemara. The Mishnah said that the wives of these uh, Kusim men, meaning the Kusim women, they sit on every single color of blood. Because biblically, all you have to sit on is red. They went ahead and even further, and they were stringent, and they even sat seven days when they saw a green color of blood. So the Gemara says as follows. Tanya Amar Rameer, Rameer says, 
if they go ahead and sit on every single color of dam and they wait seven days, so that's a great thing. They're, they're being stringent. The, the regular Jewish women in the Torah that only says to do, to do the, red, the color of red, and they, they say, no, we're going to be more careful and we're going to do even green. Ella, so what happens? What happens is that this stringency is really a leniency. What happens is they see red blood during those seven days. And they go ahead and they finish off their seven days from when they saw green blood. So it ends up that they are not doing the right thing. Another shot is another thing that they were doing these uh, Kusim women were that the day they stopped singing, they counted that day as the for the Minyan Shiva. So um, women, which is only a Chatsi day, they used the day for before and the day for after. I mean, the day that they saw blood, they didn't start counting for the next day. They started that day itself. So let's say she saw blood at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So instead of waiting till the following day to count as day number one, they counted that day itself because there's still more time for the day. So they started counting that. So they were the day short, is that what you're saying? They were the day short, exactly. Maskafla, Rami Barhama, Rami Barhama asks. I'm sorry? That's not an issue of green. Right, there's another Dabarachar, like we're saying another shot and what they did wrong. Yeah. So Maskafla, Rami Barhama, Rami Barhama asks, they should count. That's a great idea. Count half the day. We should do the same thing. Why? The Kaimalan mix us a yim kakule. Half a day is like a full day. That's what we that's what we say. So the same thing by regular Jewish women, when they see blood, let's say at one o'clock in the afternoon, they should count the rest of that day as day number one. And then just wait six more days. If you have a man that goes ahead and he sees uh, some some like a substance, an unnatural substance which which turns him into a zuf. And now he has to wait seven days. That's the Allah. He has to wait seven days, then he can go to the mikvah. So what happens is, let's say he would see something in between. Then what would happen is, we would only tell him to wait that one day. Now, one second here. Uh, what the Gemara means to say is like this, that if you have a man that goes ahead and sees Sheikh Vazera in the middle of the day. So... You have a man that's a Zav as well as you have a man that's a Zav and he has to wait seven days now till he can go to the mikvah. What happens is, let's say on day number three, to, into his counting, at one o'clock in the afternoon, he sees um, he, he Sheikh Vazara, which what happens is makes him extend his thing by one day. It, it extends his seven days by one day. He basically takes a one day break and then continues his seven days. So it doesn't. He doesn't have to start a new seven days, but he just has to equal the seven days total. So let's say it'll be it'll end up being eight days then. So what happens is he has mixed yam kukulai, so he shouldn't even have to extend it for one day. So either like my answer is if he really saw in the afternoon, then yeah, you're you're right. Then he doesn't have to count an additional day. What are we talking about? He saw it right before Shkesachama, so it doesn't allow him any more time during the day to count anymore. So he has to wait for another day the next day, and it ends up being eight days. You can only work with whatever's left of the day. Right, exactly. If there's nothing left, if it's right by Shkesachama, then you can't add, you can't count that day. So the Gemara says, uh, How are we going to tell the Pasuk when the Pasuk said that he should wait another day? The only applicable case is going to be when it was right before Shkia. So the Gemara says, in, Yeah, that's what the Pasuk has to be talking about, because we have another way to say it. So that's what the Pasuk is going to be talking about, where a person came in right before Shkia Sachama, that's how he has a full day, that, uh, an additional full day.
So there is, uh, the gospel is, there's no such thing as this case of this Shechel Zeragai. Right. Teretz is... Teretz says he came right before Shekei Sachama, so there is a case where he, there can be a full extra day, and it'll end up being eight days. Got that? Mm-hmm. Okay, the Gemara goes on. Boi Rami Barachama, second to last line. Boi Rami Barachama, Pailata Shechel Zara Mao Shetistar Beziva. If a woman goes ahead and Shechba Zara, some salmon comes out of her body after being together with her husband, should it stop her Ziva counting? So let's say she has now her counting of, of Ziva. So if, and, and Allah is by a man, if a man sees, sees some Shechba Zara, then he has to wait an extra day. What about a woman that sees? Which really came from the man, but the point is that she sees it out of her body, so she should have to wait another day. So Raya Haisa Vesaiseras is the idea that she saw you know regular Sheikh Zara, so it should extend it by one day, Idilma, Nagasaiso, or it's as if she's touching it, meaning it's not from her body. So we don't consider it as if she saw that Raya, but she's t- she's still touching it, and it does not stop her, she doesn't have to wait any more days. Because of your sharpness, you made a mistake. You're right that it actually is Saiser, meaning it stops it. Kama Tistar. How much should it stop, or how much should it take a break? Tistar Shiva. It should stop for seven days. Daya Kabayala. And it should be enough. Kabayala, like her husband. Because a Zav only waits one day. So the Gemara is asking, Kama Tistar, Tistar Shiva, Daya Kabayala. Oh, meaning that you have to ask, read it as a question. Meaning, should she wait seven days? It should be enough like her husband. Her husband only waits tister yam echad, so she shouldn't have to wait seven days. She should only have to wait one day. And that can't be, because ve'echad titar amrachmana, ve'echad titar amrachmana, achar achar l'kulan, shleitei tumam sakas That a woman is not to have anything, anything that's stopping her from her counting in middle. A woman, if she, if she has to stop her counting for whatever reason, then she has to wait a full another counting. She can't just continue like a man. A man, she can, he can take a break for one day and then continue. A woman has to go straight. So that can't be. So he can't be like the... Zero. Yeah. So the Gemara says, How by a man himself can he go ahead and have a day that's added on in the middle? The Torah says, On the day that he becomes Tarsh, That he should not have any Tuma in between. So what do you have to say? That he shouldn't have any tumma of ziva that stops him in between. He shouldn't have any ri'ah of tumma um, between, which is only the tumma of a zayf. But carry, let's say Sheikh Lazara, that's not going to be mafsek at all. That's a Rashi's my sif. Okay, fine. Fine, the Gemara goes on and says, These kusim men, they're not chayav if they go into the base of Mikdash because their tumma is a sub. Rav Papa Ikla Latavach. Rav Papa, the Gemara says a story now. Rav Papa went to this town called Tavach, Omar. He said to the people there, If there are any rabbis there, if there are any great rabbis, I want to go ahead and meet them. So Omar Leahi Sabasa, there was this old woman that told him, There is a rabbi here, a great rabbi, his name is Rav Shmuel. And he learns Mishnayas. Yehei Rava, it should be Hashem's will, the Tahavi say that you should be like him. Meaning he's not great, that you should be like him. She was giving him a bracha. So Omar, if she is giving me a bracha through him, that I should be like him, who it has to be that this Rav Shmuel is, going to be a, is a Yerushimayim. He went to him, 
he uh, he took a he took prepared for him an ox rumbley mas um, rumbley tura he prepared for him an ox and rumbley masnisen adadi and he asked them uh, a question a contradiction from two mishnayos on each other tran it says in the mishnah in chayav and on base mikdash these kusim are not um, are not chayav if they go into the base mikdash for ein sarf and aliyas truma and you don't burn truma that they touch mepnei shetumas a safik because their tuma is a safik. So we see that someone that's a Safik, we don't burn Truma. The question was as follows. There are six Sveikas um, that we're unsure if there's actual Toma, and still we do burn them. Al-Safik Big Dayama Aretz is one of them. So the question is that why we, that we see you do not burn you do not burn Truma on a Safik, but here this mission says that you do burn on six different Sveikas. You do burn truma. Amar of Papa, Yehei Rabba the Latachal Hai Tur Lishalma. It should be Hashem's will that you should eat this, you know, this ox that uh, that was prepared Lishalma in peace. So he answered, Excuse me, Alchma Eskina be Kusi Chaver. Talking about a Kusi Chaver who is very careful on his tuma. So the Gemara answers, Kusi Chaver Bayel Nida Mashvusli. We said that these Kusim were all Bayel Nidas. So you're going to tell me the guy's a Talmud Chacham and he's a Chash of a person, but he's he's being a Bayel and so he he's careful on truma, but he's Bayel Nida. It can't happen. But also, so Shafke, he left. He was like, okay, you know, you got me. I, I, I didn't give you a good answer. So Shafke left. But also, the there of Simi Barashi. He went to Rav Simi, Rav Papa left and went to Rav Simi Barashi. Omar Lehi said that my time, so Rav Ashi said to him, Rav Simi Barashi said, why didn't you answer? My time, Rav Mashna, Slay, Bakusi, you should tovel. He went to the mikvah, and he came out, so he's Tahar now, so he can touch Truma. Vidaras al Big Day Chaber. And he stood, he walked on top of the begad, the begadim of a tamachacham, the azlu big day chaver, and now these garments of this, you know, uh, good kusi who keeps the laws, benogubetruma, and that touched truma now. Now, if if you're concerned about Thomas amaaretz, because this kusi is amaaretz, so he went to the mikvah, so there's no tuma anymore. And if you're going to tell me, oh, well, this kusi is still a bayonida, so that's going to be the suffolk here. So suffolk ba'abal, it's a suffolk if he actually ba'al bakarav, if he was he was with his wife recently, right before the story happened, right before he came, he went to the mikvah and touched these begadim. Suffolk loy ba'al bakarav, and maybe it was from 10 days ago or whenever it was. Imtim slimer ba'al bakarav, suffolk ashli masay, yaruk, suffolk loy ashli masay. We're not sure if she finished her her counting of the green days because the Kusim women are mocked, but even on counting when they see green. So we're not sure when she started counting from. Maybe she saw regular red and she and she went to the mikvah after seven days and she's fine. So Avi Sveka, where we have two uncertainties, Vasveka, and if we have two of these, Lysarfin and Truma, that we don't burn Truma. But if there's one, then we do burn Truma. Sigmar asks the table mission big day that there should be this tumma coming from the begadim of Amaretz, and these begadim were, and this begad, these begadim that this that this uh, kusi that came out of the mikvah was wearing is a regular tumma. I'm really bekusi aram. The kusi wasn't wearing any clothing, so there's nothing for him to be matama. Okay, that's the end of the gemara. New mishnah. The mishnah says benayis tzedukim. Those are all talking about. Till now, we're talking about the the, the daughters of the of the kusim. These are the tzedukim. Um, so the Gemara says, When they're acting like their fathers and they go in their father's ways, then they are like the Kusim, they get the same laws like them, and that they're Nidas. If they leave their father's ways and they act like Jews, then they get their status like a Yisraelis, like a regular Jewish woman. 
they're always like a regular Jew, until they leave the regular Jewish ways and they go in the ways of their father. The Gemara asks, what do you do with a regular, if you come across a Tztuki woman, but you don't know if, she, if, she's, if she's acting like in her father's ways, or she's like Israelis, so you're unsure of her status, my. So the Gemara says, Tashma, Benoist Tztukim, this is our Mishnah, this is the first part of the Mishnah, Benoist Tztukim, the daughters of the Tztukim, when they are going in their father's ways, Hostama, it sounds like that's only when they're going in their father's ways. But if not, then Israelis, then they're like a regular Jew. But the end of the Mishnah said, if they left, left their father's ways and they act like a regular Yisrael, now which sounds like Hostama, but if we don't know, then Kikusiyas. So the Mishnah itself is a contradiction. So we can't derive from our Mishnah to tell us what's going to be by a regular Tztuki, which is unknown if she's going in her father's ways or not. Tashma, we're going to attempt another one. They're always going to be like a Yisrael, until they leave the Jewish ways, to go in their father's ways. We see from here the Tanakama Savar, Stama Kikusiyas Shmamino. So we see the Tanakama of this price that we just brought down is, I'm sorry, this mission that we just brought down is that the stomach of a tztuki is going to be like a kusi. Tanara Abana, the Gemara goes on. There was a story with a tztuki, Shesifer Im Kayin Gadol, Beshok. He was talking to the Kayin Gadol in the marketplace. Vinitza Tsinoiramipiv, some saliva, some spit came out of his mouth. Benafla Le Kayin Gadol Al Bigdov, and it fell onto his, uh, onto his garments. Vayiriku Panav Shel Kayin Gadol, his face turned white. And he went running to the Kusi's, I'm sorry, the Tztuki's wife. She said to this Kayin Gadol, Even though we're the wives of these Tztukim, We're afraid of Prushim. And we're very careful with showing blood to the Chachamim. So we're very careful in our Nida ways. So that comes out that this Tztuki was not a Bayal Nida, so his spit was not Talmai. They are they are careful and they know better than everyone else in in these in these areas. They show all their blood to the chachamim. Besides, so there was one woman in our neighborhood that did not. And she died. So the Gemara asks now: The saliva, the spit that comes out of a unlearned person. Is considered Tame. Amrabaya Batstuki Khavar. We're talking about a Tztuki who is a learned person. Amarava Tztuki Khavar Bail Nidamashwasle. You're gonna tell me that the guy was a learned person, but he when he went home then he was together with his wife who was the Nida. That can't be. Al Amarava Regalhava, it was the festivals that they were having, that the Tztukim were having. But Thomas Amarat's Baragal, I'm sorry, it was the regal of of uh, the regular um Shalashwagalan. And the Rabbana were not geyser at those times. If Thomas Amaretz Beregel, the Toma of a unlearned person, during the festivals, Ketahayr Shavinu Rabbanan. The Rabbanan said that it's considered pure. Dechsev, v'yasef kal ish Yisrael el ha'ir. All the people came to the city. Ke'ish echad, chaverim hakasav asim kulon chaverim. Oh, I'm sorry, ke'ish echad chaverim, hakasav asim kulon chaverim. And everyone's considered a chaver, and their Toma, and their, their saliva is not going to be Tameh.